Hey, L'Oreal. How are hey, you? Eva. I'm good. How about you? I'm fantastic. <laughs> if they don't know, they just stepped into the Undressing Room podcast presented Ooh. by Macy's. Coming up this week, we have so much to undress. We definitely have to retouch on Kevin Samuels. He passed away after a very controversial post went viral. Also, Ray J released some DMs between him and Kim K. Mm -mm. Are they telling or are they telling? And a woman admits to leaving her loving husband because he was simply not making enough money. Baby, it's crazy. Mm. That's hella trifling and to to clean it up a little bit because that was a messy mess right there. There will be some Mm. Mother's Day moments that we will share with you all. Plus, I'm going to have to take a second to break down all this Kehlani mess from the Morning Hustle show. Will you please? Like, I need all of the details. Girl, I wanted to let this thing go, but of course, this happened. It was a corny joke. And let's be clear, I'm saying this joke to somebody who's now visibly looking like she's not messing with my co-host. And I'm trying to lighten the mood. Oh. Damn, man. Yeah, it's going down. So make sure you listen to hear how we undress this mess on the Undressing Room Podcast, brought to you by none other than Macy's. And speaking of Macy's, are you daydreaming of your next beach getaway? Yes, or are I am. You- I know you are, <laughs> but there's some that like like to get dressed up, but they don't like to talk, touch the water. They the don't touch the water type of person. Okay, I well, know those people. It does. I mean, you know, I've been to a beach party with no water before. It's all bikinis. <laughs> it happens. And if you are any of those people, no matter you, what your speed is, Macy's is bringing you all of the island vibes. They have all the must-have, like tropical prints, flowy skirts, and top sets. We know you love a little coordinated set situation. That's right. The super cute cutout bathing suits and jelly sandals because jellies are back. They are in, child. Plus, they've got the cutest dangly fruity earrings. They have bucket hats and so much more just to add a little bit or a major bit of oomph to your wardrobe. That's right, because you know Macy's gets that you got enough to plan before your vacay, and we got a bunch of vacations coming up. Mm -hmm. So their personal stylist will help you put your whole look together. I'm talking about you can do this in-store or from the comfort of your own home. Eva, we love this feature so much. And best of all, you know what the best part is, right? What is it? It's totally free. Free. A free stylist. How? Head on over to Macy's.com slash personal stylist, and then you book your appointment, and that is it. Completely free. That's Macy's.com. I'm telling you. Slash personal stylist. You can have your own stylist, so you can get fly for your vacations and save a little bit of time, you know, because they can help you out. Sometimes it takes a long time to pick an outfit out. Sometimes it takes a long time, and there's nothing like someone that kind of knows your shape and knows what you're going for and helps you get right literally to the bag. So shout out to Macy's. Go get your good old outfits together for the summer. Island vibes. Now, we have to slide into this first topic. We will be remiss if we did not start our show off today with talking about Kevin Samuels. He went viral last week. I found myself extremely upset with his wording, his choice of display on his Instagram, and precisely what he had to say about women that are 35 and over. And um, I know it it struck a chord to me. It struck a chord with you. And we spoke on it. And the crazy thing about it is that he actually ended up passing away. So he is Kevin Samuels. His tweet went viral last week calling unmarried women over 35 leftovers. Now, after that, there were rumors spreading that he had passed away. And we together did our own little research because we were just like trying to figure out, you know, you don't want any of these rumors to be true. You don't want to report anything like this, but you know, our podcast does really well and we definitely had a lot to say about them. So we needed a to lot. confirm we said and a see lot. what was, yeah, we said a lot and we meant everything that we said. Yeah, too. he said a lot, you know? Yes, yes. So it was really difficult to figure it out because Kevin Samuels is a very common name and being in the city of Atlanta and being at a hospital, trying to find someone under that name. It was just so many people's names coming back. But the next morning, so it comes to find out that the next morning after everyone heard that he was rumored to have passed away, it was then confirmed that he did pass away with a woman inside of his apartment. 
a 32-year-old woman. She's a nurse that he actually had met that night. So I guess they were just hours into knowing each other. He had brought her back to his house. And she witnessed the incident where she claimed that he was complaining of chest pains and then he fell on top of her. Now, I have an inside source that says that he was in the middle of throes of passion, which is why he ended up falling on top of her. But the saddest part, I mean, there are so many sad parts. We can dissect this thing. So many sad parts. One of the saddest for me is not only the last memory that he left, right? Because we as people, we are not one thing. You're not just a radio host. You're not just a woman. You're so many things. But the question is, what is the resounding thing that people remember you from? Mm -hmm. So one of the saddest things that I think happened is that that was what he left us remembering him by. Obviously, he's a, a grown man. He has a daughter. He has a lot to who he is, but this is the resounding thing Mm -hmm. that he left. And then on top of that, L'Oreal, his Mm -hmm. mom found out via social media. Now that right there was awful because regardless of how you feel about this man or things that he said, we all have a family, you know, whatever the case. And, and a mom at that, like some people, mom is no longer here with us, but to just imagine to find out that your son is no longer walking this earth and you find out from strangers. I actually, I'm not sure. I think I might have shared this with you before, but that's how I found out my dad passed away was in a comment in my, on my social media page, a family member. Yes. uh, My real dad a family member who I'm not like, I I don't need, I might've seen her once or twice in my life went under my comments and wrote, um, I don't know if you know, but your dad is gone. Your dad is dead is what she wrote. And, um, you know, I just froze like that, like to find out in that manner, like me and my dad had our issues or whatever the case, but like, um, nothing, never would, would want to hear nothing like that. Right. Social media. Never, never, ever, ever, ever. And this was oh many years ago. Goodness. But, yeah. I can imagine. It's really hard and it still bothers me because I look at it like, you know, I do feel like a lot of people were jealous of my relationship or how my father treated me. But, um, I like, they just hid it from me, which is the sickest thing. Like, why would you hide? Then my father was sick. So why would you hide that? Like, I already knew that he was dying or whatever the case. But that's, um, you know, that's what happened. So my heart goes out to her because that's something you'll never forget. You know, that's yeah, like- you can't unring that bell. You know, it's one of those things. And you said it really well, despite how you feel about this man. Dr. Umar did a post saying he did not agree with anything this man said he did not agree with his stance and the way in which he projected but in that same breath there is no world in which you will want to see a black man at 56 gone off of this earth you know he is two women's ex-husband he is someone's son he is someone's father and he's many people's friends and so despite people that don't care about him and i bring that up because the reaction on social when it came to black women down to Vivica Fox, like everybody had something to say. And it's as if because he was so distasteful, disgusting and berating towards black women that Mm -hmm. they cannot find compassion for this man outside of, you know what I mean? Right. It bothers me that Like, cause I totally agree and understand what bothers me are the people that are speaking out against the people that felt the way it's like, Mm. he made Mm. a lot of people feel bad about themselves. You know what I mean? It's one thing to express how you feel and give your opinion, but like you talked blatantly down to black women and to my understanding, I'm I'm not, I was never a fan of the show or anything, but to my understanding, what I've been told, he actually initially started off talking to men in this manner, but it didn't get as much attention. Uh, yep. When it came to women, of course, the men started circulating it and thinking it was funny and whatever the case and running with it. So I feel if a woman feels whatever way she feels about him, whether dead or in life, that is a black woman. That is her right to feel that because he made her feel that way. He wanted her to feel that way. And um, I don't think it's okay to disrespect the family as far as being like, there's some people that are like, well, good, he died. Like anyone that's that says horrible. stuff like that is disgusting to me. 
Like, there's yeah. nothing that I could think that could ever make me say that unless it was somebody that's like abusing a child or molesting a child. Like, there's no space to rejoice in the death of a person. Like, there's there's no joy in that. No one gets anything out of that. Mm-hmm. But so I, I will say this. What? To, to lighten the mood, because I don't, you know, the meme that they have of him is pretty damn funny. What's the meme, says? It seems spot on. It's the one where he got the pearly gates behind him and he's standing there with the suit. He said, and you're still fat and ugly. Or he said, you're still. It's oh, something. God. It was funny to me only because, and I don't think he said fat and ugly, but he said two, like, offensive ass words. But what, wait, what do you say? An adjustable five? That's what he calls women that are subpar? Yeah, you're still like even if he said like even if the little bubble said you're still it and you're still an adjustable five. Like it was just kind of funny because the way you looked at it was like, yeah, this person did it tastefully. It was like an honor to him. I like so right, I right. Yeah, some people did think he was funny. This, this, that, and the third. I do get the shock jock thing of everything, but he really, really hurt a lot of people's feelings and so i could see some women damn there probably wanting to slit the damn wrist after he was saying certain well, things to him that's to what i was talking to one of my friends about you know and, and talking about how detrimental the words that he said you know for every one independent woman like me i feel like there are you know at least 10 impressionable younger girls that are still trying to figure it out that when you have someone of his stature or at least his platform uh speaking to what women should be doing and those that don't know what they really should be doing and want to do then this you know those kind of messaging is very confusing very to scary. find yeah. a number to rate people i remember my friend was saying like what number would you rate you and i was like i don't rate myself any yeah, number i'm i'm beautiful but i find beauty in every person like there is no number right. you were made in the image of god and so i guess the the, the hardest part about this is as we are journalists and entertainers and reporters and we we say how we feel and we put our perspective out there you want to do it in love and in light because in tongue is life and death it's it's a sword seriously and it's just super super sad and the undressing room podcast is um you know we're kind of we're kind of torn we're definitely yeah, hurt about torn. this and it's one of those where we were definitely not a big fan of his, but by the same but token, don't wanna, we don't want to see him die. Never like. the appreciation for life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And if that means that you were whatever it is you are, you're allowed to be that. And so our heart goes out to the family and to the friends right. of Kevin Samuels. Let's move on and talk about Ray J and Kim Kardashian. I'm so proud of Ray J. I'm proud of anybody that speaks out against the Kardashians because they are not an easy ship to go up against. And if yes. anybody knows anything about Kim Kardashian, it would be the good man, Ray J. Now, a couple weeks ago, we spoke about an episode on the Kardashians' new show, Hulu, um, on Hulu, sorry, the Kardashians. Kanye claims he got that laptop. Remember that? It had yes. all the unreleased footage from Ray J. Well, mm -hmm. at that time, Kanye and Kim were separated and Ray J had recently spoke out saying that he did not ever threaten to release another tape as Kim claimed his manager did. That's whack 100. I can't stand that guy. Anyway, um, he leaked his Instagram messages to Kim Kardashian. This is Ray J. And uh, he sent them right after the episode premiered. Now, Ray J claims that he, Kim and Kris Jenner were partners throughout the whole ordeal of the planned sex tape leak. This came after the idea to leak it was because of Paris Hilton. They seen that her tape was doing so well. Her and Kim Kardashian were friends and it got her to fame and success. So they wanted that same thing for Kim or Kim wanted it. But it was originally Ray J's idea and he put it off on Kim. Now, whether he has any footage left, he said she's always had all of the tapes in a Nike box placed under her bed. Now, I'm sure she has bigger beds now and even better boxes, but that's <laughs> all, you get what I'm saying? Now, that's how it all came about. He said, once I pitched the idea to her, just playing around a little bit, and then she jumped on the idea. She went and talked to her mom, and it was pretty much out of my hands from there. Now, TMZ sources are saying that Kim and Ray J's deal with Vivid was directly through Vivid with their lawyers. And now they're saying Kris Jenner was not involved, which means that didn't mean she ain't set up the meeting. That just means 
there was going to be some kind of a track record that we could go back to. And I'm pretty sure nobody wants to be responsible for putting out their own daughter's sex tape. That's what I see. But anyway, absolutely. right now, he said he hates that he's been blamed for the 15 years of the release for 15 years. Everybody's been blaming Ray J for the sex tape when it was really a partnership. He said he was happy to give her back any photos or video and never wanted any money for it. Now that's what I heard was on the laptop. I heard it was old videos and messages and things like that. Right. Not the sex tape. He is still talking about Kim though. Now in a recent interview, he says he and Kim would still be together if he hadn't stole money from Brandy. I love that he's coming out and speaking out. Hold on, she stole money from Brandy? Oh yeah, you didn't. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation know about this no i i'm sure a few of us undressed this sis let me unsnap my oh ball. yeah i'm gonna undress it for you so here's some tea kim kardashian it went to court and everything they went to court against Where the norwood and the kardashians because kim robbed them blind she was brandy's assistant at the time and they had stopped speaking so she started charging things up on brandy's amex card thinking that she wouldn't like uh realize what was going on so she stocked up her store dash she did an anna delvey yes mind Ooh. you this was on television that store dash and yes food. oh my god this place in miami i remember that i mean the um they only yeah, one in miami after the one and i remember the one in yeah. la yes the one in la and then the one in miami she used it to stock her store up with <gasps> brandy's damn credit card it was the first scandal that she had outside of her sex tape. As what did know, Sonya Norwood do? Because you know Miss Sonya don't play, oh, she honey. She took her to court. She took them to court and they won. And they got that money back. I love you. I'm so glad you got your ears beat to the street. You it's remember crazy. everything. And I believe they stole some jewelry as well, if I'm not and mistaken. And then she got jewelry stolen from her when she was in Paris. Well, that's what she gets. And I feel like that was another scandal. I don't feel like, you know, with the Kardashians. What is this, Bridgerton? Like, you nothing can't have that many ever, scandals. Listen, nothing is ever real with them now. Um, So what do you think about this whole situation? What if Ray J and freaking Kim Kardashian were still together to this day? If Ray J and, and Kim Kardashian were together this day, to this day, Kim will be a different person because that would be loyalty. That would be ten toes down. That would be she somebody would going through the that. trenches with yeah. you. So it would not be the woman that we know her to be today that's at the Met Gala with Pete while Kanye is still trying to figure it out and it's strange a week after their nuptials are finalized or, you know, broken. Is that like, not the craziest thing? Like Kanye is in Japan, supposedly with Chaney, his new girlfriend, and he missed Sam's birthday. And they said he was at a center getting help. And he's not saying anything about the tattoos. Like what is the Kardashians are scary people, bro. People don't look at it like that. No, you've always said it. And I've always been like, girl, what you know? Why you don't like these people? And I get it. It's not that you don't like them. It's you don't like what you know and what you see. And it's hard Nothing. to hide the truth just because someone is super popular and loved by so many people. Right. I think of the mental health of, of someone. You know, I you're very aware of my situation. And I still consider his mental health. You know what I'm saying? Right. And not because... I have to, but because what saddens me is not that Kim particularly owes him anything, but it just, you know, it's the same reason why I got mad at Jada over how she dealt with Will. Like, that's your husband, boo. Come like, on. all of this stuff can crash and burn. When it comes to my husband, baby, when I tell you I am all toes down, feet, knees, everything, I will lay prostrate for that man. And we know so many famed couples that have broken up and have gone on to different relationships, but they keep a relationship with each other because it is so necessary. So I just, I don't understand a world in which she is not even a year divorced. Come Five on. kids by this man. Talk about it now. And he has clinically diagnosed mental issues. He does not have his mother. In a world where family is supposed to be everything and matter, who is he for you? That's you don't finally get what like, I'm saying. You no, I do sense. Oh my God, I just got chills. It's, it, it's, if he was my brother, I would be heartbroken. 
Listen, these people don't have a heart. Like, imagine who raised her. Like, Chris is a monster. And I don't, the fact that you can sit down and negotiate your daughter's sex tape deal. Is dumb. I couldn't I mean, even imagine. Age. I don't care. She's 40. Like, Who's next? Your grandchild? Like, this is the same woman that let and exploited Kylie, too, as soon as she turned 18. Like, the lip stuff, the this, that, and the third, the surgeries, the, like, this woman has no shame for fame, and she raised it and put it upon her daughters to the point where, now, think about it. Now, you talking about Kim. Ooh, ooh, uh -huh. ooh, I got a real Give good it point. To me. I know you got Ooh, I got a real girl. good point. You talking about Kim, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What is Chris doing to Bruce? Caitlyn. Yeah. Think about it. Those yeah. are his blood kids, his grandchildren. She froze her out of the family. She froze Caitlyn out of the family. Yeah. So why would Kim Kardashian do anything else but what the hell she seen the woman that she idolizes, which is her manager, not even her mom, her manager, she's going to do the same thing. So with Kanye, I feel like it's so disgusting. Now, don't get me wrong. Pete also has his issues, but Pete, you are doing calculated things now. Y'all are blatantly antagonizing. Well, you children's name. Oh, it's I so lost my damn mind. Don't you put my mother, my don't play with my family. Like, why are you playing with this man's family? You don't have a family, so you don't get it. Like, Pete, you get what you I'm saying? You saw you saw Will Smith, how he felt about someone having something to say about his wife like and he jeopardized his entire career in name for his family how do you i mean That's i just crazy. don't get it I, I i'm really really good friends with russell simmons and right. i know kimura and i know dejman like russell figures out how to keep it proper for the his sanity, because he does love that woman, because at one point he committed his life to that woman right. and he has children with her. Children. So there is nothing that can happen, even like the scandal and stuff with Tim Lesser. He's like, all right, let's figure this thing out because, you know, we're your family. children like and, and not just that, Eva, this is hard enough. Your children have to grow up in the limelight because of what you chose to do for a living. It's hard for them to even navigate in this world, let alone Say it, sis. famous, like under the spotlight, let alone under a magnifying glass that they didn't ask to be under. You know, yeah. that was your career path. So you want to protect and make sure your, your children have the strongest foundation because you mentally can't even handle it as an adult. That part. So it's it, it's scary as hell how these people, the Kardashians, operate. No emotion. No, you get what I'm saying? Just cut people off, ruin people. And then they just move on and do things like what Kim Kardashian did to Black China the other day. Yeah, we seen y'all won. But then Tokyo Tony did like the GoFundMe for... Uh, yeah. Uh, and then she donated $5, Kim Kardashian. And she could have just act like she didn't see it. Like, Why what What? What about if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Like, don't beat a man when he's down. You're already on top. Like, what, Already. What you... But you know what happens to people like them? The what? harder they fall. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. And always, always. Always, always. We've seen no, it, everybody fall. Yeah, yeah, right. we have. And, you know, it's all good. We, we had a pandemic in our day, so we're going to see just about all of it. But what I want to know is, could you see yourself divorcing your husband because he don't make enough money? L'Oreal, please unpack this for me. Girl, this is so trifling. Now, a woman goes viral on a TV clip speaking on her reason for divorce. So, of course, it sparked a Twitter debate. Everybody went crazy. Listen to this. So why did you guys get a divorce? Because I really wanted something different. It's very unfortunate because he was the most loving, wow. kind person. I, I had all the love and support that I could have ever wanted. But I think I went through a period wanting money. Like I wanted to be with someone and be at a different level. And I saw him work all of the time. It's it's one thing to like work and work and work from like 4 a.m. to 10 p.m. at night, day in, day out, and still have no resources. And for me to work, do the same, and just want a different life. You wanted a different life and lifestyle mm -hmm. than he was able to provide. And so you said, you know what, this, I'm out of here. I need more money. I was selfish. 
and took advantage of a real unfortunate situation, which was he loved me and David unconditionally. Oh, now, listen. What? I, don't, I know I ain't even got to ask you. I feel like we're going to be on the same side with this. But do you <sighs> think she was wrong? And is love enough in a marriage? Or does money really play this big of a factor? I think she was dead wrong. I think she, in hindsight, is 2020. You don't know what you know until you know it. And now she know that was real stupid because yes. money is not it. Money comes and money goes. Love is something that you absolutely can't buy. And I know it sounds so taboo, but it is literally, I know billionaires personally, it is the only thing that they are still looking for. All the money in and the they got world, a wife. sis. And, <laughs> or, in that part, right? They got a wife or they're single by choice or whatever and could buy whatever they wanted to and have whoever they wanted to. And what they want is something real and genuine. I think that, you know, it's really nice that she did come out and say something because mm -hmm. a lot of women feel the way she feels low and don't say nothing. They don't say anything. They look at Instagram and they see all these other women they see what the seeming life that these other people have they take they it out on a man take it out on a man as if he's not doing something right meanwhile do you know how many people stand beside my car and take a picture I was at the car wash the other day and this lady was I was like what are you doing she's like oh, I want to show the color to my husband I'm like ma'am so <laughs> ain't no future in the fronting okay a lot of yeah. people are out here fronting and making things seem as if they're not and then you go home and think that that's life and the man that does get up and work she said that man worked tirelessly for her damn what else do you want in a man l'oreal i mean look you She's got the wicked. pick of the letter you can have anybody you want you move according to what l'oreal wants what more in a man do you want than someone to love you unconditionally and work his butt off what more do you want nah you that was at least like you said she admitted to being selfish that was yes. the that was the first thing i mean you been through it you seen it and now you know what you did wrong so I do like that she took accountability because that's something that people don't do. And, mm. uh, you know, she he deserves a better woman. Yes. And that, that. that's all it was. At the end of the day, she did him a favor. This mm. might not even be about her. You get she needed a self-realization. And that's why she's by herself right now. But. That man, well, she said her and David friends. So it sounds like she had a son. son. Yeah. I don't know if it was with him or not, but she said she wanted to be at a different level. That's what I wrote down and listened to her. You and know what question, I wrote down? What? Someone go get sis a job. <laughs> that's literally what i wrote i was trying to think of the website where people go indeed i just figured it out i was like can we send this girl to indeed.com because there's nothing wrong with wanting more money now i want more money i don't go know what you're talking about. you want more money too right we all I love do. more money but i'm gonna go get it you that know what part. i mean and it's, it's great if my partner has i don't want to one thing i will say though i will say this i don't want to take care of a man like I'm not saying that I can't help out with things and things of that nature, but I don't want no man that I'm paying the bills and he's home doing whatever Lord but see, knows. That's what a difference. He's doing. See, see what you just said? He's home. So in her situation, she had a man that he worked sometimes. Yeah. Men, it, it, well, not even just men, women, depending upon what job you have. You might find out that the job you're working is the job you love, but it also might not pay a lot. Like maybe you're a social worker, like someone right. needs to have a heart and passion for those kind of jobs. Right. But right. the way the structured is you don't financially make a whole lot of money as a social worker. So if you have someone at home that does make more money on their gig and they can put in more to the pot to pay the bills, I think that should be understandable. The issue That's is cool though. Not and working. I can respect that. Like you trying to change the community in this if you like yo my passion is to work at great adventures no shade because i love six flags and all that but like bro you gonna have to figure out a better or bigger hustle that's like a teenager job you get what i'm trying to say like and i don't knock nobody for what they're doing but i just got to see the drive in you yeah like, i got to see that you willing to work as hard as me but like you said this man was working what is your complaint 
I can see if he was being lazy and not like right. whatever the case, but he's giving you love. He's giving you everything. The only thing is money. Then you need to go get up, figure out a hustle. Maybe y'all could do a business together, but to leave him, what you, when are you going to find true love again like that? And says, as That's we uh, slide over, to the next topic r real quick not only that but when it comes to trying to find a man that can fit the lifestyle you want you gonna soon find out that he don't have not a piece of love and space in his heart so prioritize what you think really matters because you know you they can't take to keep you there hello and you know your lifestyle you need some more money go get some you're listening to the undressing room podcast presented by macy's go and check out our personal macy's shopping page at macy's.com slash the undressing room now i have to get into mother's day mother's day was such a good day this Woo! year I must say, I had one of the best Mother's Day. Um, I'm, I have three children. My oldest is eight, so I'm eight years in with a Mother's Day. But actually, I am nine Happy years. Mother's Day. That is a big deal right there, Eva. Nine years? Yeah, well, nine years because I have a Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Heavenly baby, I miss Carrie before Marley. Oh, and God. Mother's Day always makes me... It takes me back there. And it's not a bad place, but right. it's a real place that I just want to talk about for two seconds because I feel right. like women deal with it, but we deal with it in silence. Mm -hmm. We deal with it in shame with the abortion laws going on. I just learned that a 1,200 uh, female prisoners in Alabama alone because of miscarriages. That Oh, my God. No yeah, way. because of the laws. And so, you know, what women deal with in front of you in closeted is so much more than you will ever know. And so when you see your queens walking around with their head up high, you salute that queen. You see her with her head That's tilted. Right. You pull that chin up. You don't know what mountain she's climbing. You have no clue what she had to come out from under just to get into this day. So Mother's Day was an extremely reflective day. I allowed myself to go down the road because I first was like, nope, don't do it. But right. then I said, why not? Because obviously this is Mental Health Month and we talk about it all the time. Mm -hmm. I obviously feel this way. I'm just suppressing it, right? Right. Because I don't want to be sad, but it's not about sadness, about dealing with whatever it is that keeps you unsettled. And right. so for all the mamas out there that have lost their babies, my hat goes off to you. My heart goes out to you. You are right. not alone. Right. Our babies are up there in heaven looking over us and the other ones that we might have been able to have. They are just our angels as we continue on this earth. So yeah, that was my Mother's Day experience, and you know, every year on social media, Eva, I wish I Day, could hug you. I know, I, you know, I'm crying. I'm so glad. I know, no, but I thank you for speaking on that. You know, because there, I have a lot of friends that have been through situations, and I know it's not easy. It's like you know, it, it affects them, and like, um, yeah. like how it's affecting you. Like nothing is ever gonna just change the fact of how you feel about that, you know, and there's, I don't feel like it's spoken on. Um, no, no, it's my, not. Yeah. And, you know, Marley was my rainbow baby. I was telling you. So a rainbow baby mm -hmm. is the a baby you intentionally have after a miscarriage. And so she was that for me. Uh, and it was so crazy because I miscarried out of the country. I was in the Cayman Islands working. Oh, it was so sucky, had already announced. But God has plans. I feel like he conditioned my heart, my mind, and the rest of my life to journey being a mother with proper intentions, with just, you know, knowing what it is that God has given me and never taking it for granted. Right. Never. Right. So I count it all joy. But you know what? From women doting on their children's fathers to airing out their sneaking husbands Lord. to sad posts on Instagrams <laughs> to mothers that have lost their children either in utero or after the fact. Mother's Day, it was a public display of affection and love. Yes, yes. You Everybody's know, mother, I see yes. on Instagram. Everybody posted their mom. When I tell you literally 
filled with the mamas. I just yeah. I just liked everybody because yep, I don't know nobody so mama like that. Oh my god! <laughs> I know a couple yeah. people mama like that, so I'm I could I could judge, but I'm looking. I mean, not just I could tell who was who. Yeah. But then um, some of the people I just was like, well, it's just a mama, so I'm just gonna like it anyway. <laughs> well, your mama's a baddie. I saw your mama. I saw uh, the apple don't fall far, sis. Yeah, my I said, mama okay, was mama outside. <laughs> <laughs> she was outside. I took her to the Mary J. Blige Straight of a Woman Festival this weekend. Um, I actually got to host one of the nights. Yes. And then another night, Chaka Khan and Mary J. I was at that before. show. It was bananas. Yeah, I was there too. I should. I saw your picture. I was in the box though. Oh, we should have pulled up on you now. Yeah. Well, we, we was in there. She was really excited because Mary J. Blige is one of her favorite artists. And she's never seen her perform. What'd she say when City Girls came out and said, I take your me? She was like, who the <laughs> hell? I was embarrassed. Did your mommy enjoy herself though? She did had a really good time. We went to dinner, then we went there. So it, it was really, really good. I posted her up, but I had to take her down because I got some trolls on my page right now, but we'll get to that later on in the show. Um, anyway, but uh, so yeah, you had a good Mother's Day though. I had a fantastic Mother's Day. Now also on Mother's Day, I don't know if you saw, but you know, we got to unpack a little bit, baby. So Stevie uh -uh. J who's kind of estranged from Faith right now. Faith was just on vacation with my friend in the islands. Just was she now? Call she me was. Now. Okay. Well, my best friend, he called her her baby mama, but it's my best friend. Okay. But um, they were there, and she was living her best life, looking nice. like a, a snack and a Faith buck, is cool. Baby. I love me some Faith. I can't She's so lie. cool, and she has been through a lot of life. She has been through so much, and I feel like... Stevie, be easy. So he issued a public Mother's Boy. Day apology to Faith Evans. After a public battle on videos that have been released, Stevie J and Faith seem to have, uh, I would say toxic for the lack of a better word, but a, a pretty toxic relationship. But he is claiming to be turning a new leaf for some reason. Mm -hmm. So on Mother's Day, he wrote in a caption dedicated to Faith, apologizing, and he added, I've learned my lesson, and I never want to live without you because God knows that I am a better man with you. I am asking you to find it in your heart to forgive me and allow me to rebuild our trust. Happy Mother's Day. Ed. Don't I do it, girl. Don't do it. Because we thought when he was marrying you, he was turning another leaf. I'm tired of these leaves. It's not fall. What's wrong with this man? But he must have did something real bad because he's he has rekindled an old thing like Jocelyn and even him and Faith before. But I've never seen an apology like this. No, he's done the most. I remember when I watched his show, the Stevie, which was which was really entertaining. It was like Stevie J and friends or family. And all them kids. It was only like one season or something. Mm -hmm. But he like had faith on it. He was treating her like a queen. I thought, well, because this is faith. Maybe he's going to treat her different. No, all dog, old tricks. He's still doing the same stuff that he was doing to Jocelyn, that he was doing to Mimi. He's doing to Faith, too. I think Stevie needs a different kind of help. I need Stevie. I think Stevie needs to step back and find himself, get some therapy, get some wonder why he's doing this to these women. Like, ask, find these questions out, you know, and I'm just saying from somebody that maybe I need some damn help, too. But I could look at him. From a distance. Ain't even got to be up close. Faith, no. Faith TV. started looking toxic when she got with him. She and I, did. It, yo. Oh, my God. You said it so real. She did because Faith is one of the queens of R&B. She sits up there with royalty next to Mary J. Blige and the Shaka Khans. Like, she literally is a walking, living legend. And all three of those people you just named, Shaka Khan, Mary J. Blige, Faith Evans, they hide, they crazy now. We they, all know not to mess with them. But we, do. we don't know their business like we know Stevie J. Don't pull Faith into she. She gets but messy, too. We brought know her down, though. Like, him she attaching did. himself, and I think that she has done exactly what we do, but which is give it up one time for the black woman, stand by your man, no matter what. She has stood by him, all those kids, all that people have to say. She used her face, name, and likeness to get him another show. Like the whole nine and ten, never in a million years would you see Faith Evans on Love and Hip Hop. Like, no, and how you go from Biggie to Stevie? Like, and don't get me wrong, I know there's someone in between, but like all I'm saying is the notable people that we know as far as names. Absolutely. Brand. It's like you don't go from the greatest rapper of all 
all time to the greatest joke on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Like the oh. faces and all. Like, don't get, I'm not calling him a but joke. She was duped, day, though, sis. She was duped because you, she? you, you Did watched she watch it the like. Same show? But you watched it like me, though. He was treating her like a queen. Like, he did, I think, initially. I think what he did was, like, act as if all the rest of the women that he dated before were so subpar. But, we're like, Faith, you you my queen. And so I think mm -hmm. he convinced her that he was a changed man. Like, she never said that she thought that he was a perfect guy or without his stuff. Like, she was very transparent about it. But I think she was very hopeful of the potential and of the future being different than what his past was with his exes. And, uh... And no, he made sure it was exactly the same. But I do have a lighter note for Mother's Day. Finally, because Stevie J cannot be our best note no, from Mother's Day. No, we're not going to end on that. We're going to end on the beautiful Regina King. Shout out to family members. Regina's cousin posted a screenshot of a FaceTime call that, sh that they had with her. And he was so happy to see Regina smile. And he says it is been the first time since her son's suicide and i can only imagine having journeyed this earth bore this child and then he left this earth this being her first mother's day since he gone he went on to glory just trying to find some peace and mm -hmm. You know, this is one of those situations where a lot of our uh notable celebrities have chimed in like yo give her her respect leave them alone, don't post. So yeah. for the cousin to post a screenshot of a FaceTime, just to tap in with those of us that are silently still praying uh, for her, you know, I think it really kind of warmed our heart to let us know that there are still some smiles for those that have seen their dearly departed go on to, to right. glory on this day, you know? Mm -hmm. Especially because we know how close she was with her yeah. son. He was at everything. Like, she mm. always talked about him. It was always the first thing out of her mouth. And, like, yes. if you don't know anything besides her being a great actor, you knew that she had a son that she really, really loves, you know? And Yeah. Um, she always me. talked about how he yes. is such an amazing young man. That's exactly, like, those are the words she, he, she always says that about He's, him. He like, is such an amazing young man. And uh, he was also on TV with her. New Year's Eve on CNN. So oh, this, wow. Yeah, like she's she always tried to incorporate himself. It is good to see her in good spirits because she's somebody we got to protect. Like she's definitely uh, a legend, an icon. She's a amazing, talented black woman. Like I just yes. love, she's like one of my favorites. She's just a like, Shiro. She's yeah. definitely one of our Shiro's. And after they did their appearance on CNN, I think he, um, he passed on shortly after that yeah. because that was New Year's, right? And it was right before his birthday. Yeah. Well. So it was wow. just, oh my God, devastating. Well, I'm glad that she's in positive spirits and that the family is there for her. You know, like Absolutely. everybody wants to be as there for her. I wish I could be more there for her. She don't know me though, y'all. But, if you, but you know, Gina prayers matter. Prayers yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can pray, pray in silence. I've yeah. been praying for your DMs, L'Oreal. Like, oh, Lord. Well, you got I've been to pray praying for, for a proper sneaky link. What we got? Now, you might got to have to pray for me because these DMs are a little bit messy now. I don't know if y'all know, but I got into a little bit of a situation this past uh, week. And this this what is happened? all based off of a, it was all based off of an interview we did on the Morning Hustle show with Kaylani. You were she dumb came, professional. You were thank like, you. Uh, you, you know, I was, I, I know you, sis. You, you were extremely it, right? professional. I yes. Was, I thought I was being extremely professional as well. Of course, uh, when certain things didn't stick because she loved with the pronouns and we, we wasn't addressing her by the proper pronouns, but when they see what that we did, then it, she went to the next thing. We didn't listen to her album. Then when people was like, well, they're asking about the song. She's like, well, they're being in base. And uh, they're asking improper questions and then tried to flip a joke that I said around, like as if I was literally asking her a question. But the people that know me and anybody that listens even to this, I have a serious side. I have a funny side. I, we all have multiple sides of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And uh, one thing about me is I'm, I'm always going to get to the nitty gritty. I'm always not going to be afraid to ask and things of that nature. And that's how Don't things get done. You get what I'm saying? That's how things get done if we really think back about it. The whole Nicki Minaj situation when she was beefing with the city girls. Like, my questions towards her and asking her what was the issues and this, this, that, and the third actually got them to Squash piece it up. the so, beef. 
You know what I mean? I like to ask those tough, hard questions. So I guess there were some people that wasn't happy with that. Most of them have Kaylani's picture, actually. Well, in did, the- I just wanted to break it down a little bit further for those that did not hear the interview or yeah. d- didn't know what happened. So the Morning Hustle, which is hosted by L'Oreal, our very own, and Headcrack, mm-hmm. um, they interviewed the beautiful Kaylani. has a new album coming out and super excited. Well, Headcrack attempting to be as respectful as he could went yeah. over and above to look up Kaylani's specific pronoun preferences. Mm-hmm. And they were uh, they, her, and she. And so what Crack tried to do was be clever as a jockey and a host mm-hmm. and introduce her being respectful in incorporating her pronouns. All right, welcome to the Morning Hustle. They are here and they is she and she is with us. She go by the name of Kaylani. Now she took that as a diss and I know in earnest that that was not at all his intention and and, and you do too and you even work really hard sis to try to like sweep that up and like because I think you could you could see the tension like what yeah. was that like for you? So she walked in the room with a little bit of low energy. You know, we usually, uh, when a person comes in the room, we usually stand up and greet the person no matter what. So she walked in the room, we stood up and she kind of just came and sat down and usually people give hugs, daps, whatever. They, she came and sat in a chair and just kind of folded her arms. So he was like, are you okay? She came a little early. You know, I guess she was leaving from another interview and I don't know if they wanted us to maybe move it up or maybe that wasn't the case. I don't know. I don't want to just assume, but, uh, he did ask her head crack ass if she was tired and she, no, he was like, are you good? She said she was tired. So I swear to God, Eva, in my whole entire mind, I said to myself, like, okay, maybe she's tired. You know, mm-hmm. this is low energy. Maybe she was sleeping. And it's early night. in the morning, you know. I'm just focusing on what I have to do. You know okay. what I mean? So mm-hmm. when he said that, don't get me wrong. I did in my mind say, like, oh, man, I would just wish he didn't say any pronouns because just in case, you know what I mean? Me personally, I stay away from it if I'm not too sure about it. But him, he's seen and we both heard it on Sway. And she did say it was okay for her or they. So he used both. Um, Make a long story short. Once uh, That's a good story, girl. Go ahead. Do all of this. (laughs) Once he did that, I guess she looked over to the side. Now, me being focused into my notes, I promise you, I was not even gauging her. Yeah. In my mind, I, like, he he does that kind of often. So, like, and you know he wasn't malintended, so you yeah. didn't think anything of it. So, when I'm looking down at my question, so I just look up, and I continue to go. And when I see she's giving me bad energy, like, she, the answer I can hear her say to him, I'm like, well, what the hell did I do? You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm like, okay, she did say she's tired. So maybe she's tired of answering this question, which I hate asking those questions like, so your album's called this, blah, 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 blah. And that's, yeah. that's kind of how next? you start. Yeah, you, yeah. you kind of start all interviews like softball. Okay, then um, it seemed as though she started to warm up. This okay. is a problem. A lot of people are commenting without ever seeing the interview. And that's so, why I want you to break it down because that, yeah. you were there the whole time. Yeah, it's never our intention to make any artist. We've been doing this for years. I've been doing podcasts now eight years. He's been doing radio over 20. The, there's no artist. That, y'all love artists more than the average host. Like, y'all love music artists. Most of them are my friends. That's exactly. the crazy. You know, I grew up with these people. So, um... Anyway, she's someone that I'm not particularly familiar with. I interviewed her twice before, but um, we've never hung out. I have mutual friends with her. Now, um, she then, uh, we start talking more about the album. I get in detail. Now, one thing about the album that I do have to say, she's, she's singing to a girl, majority. Okay. Well, on, the, on all the songs, she's singing to a her, right? Okay. A her, whatever the her is. And I asked about that. I asked about numerous things. And um, I also then asked if she was in a relationship because she talked about love a lot. Now, when Mm -hmm. I asked her, was she in a relationship? She said, I'm doing my thing. So to me, that means no. I don't know what that means to you. So I've seen different things from Met Gala last year of her and SZA. And um, I know SZA. She went to my high school. And I asked her, well, is SZA a kind of girl that you would be attracted to? You know? Mm-hmm. And she said, um, she was like, well, I, I wouldn't necessarily say I have a type. Now she's opening up. Right. Okay. I will say. 
Okay. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say I have a type X, Y, Z, Z, Y, A, but, um, you know, some people say I have a type, but uh, I don't really have a type. She was like, yeah, but I think she's beautiful, but no, okay. she's, we're just friends. So I said, okay, got it. So no scissor and scissor. No. Okay. Boom. Now that was the most offensive thing they're saying was a part of the interview now. So now no the scissoring scissor, your, your corny joke. That wouldn't it was even... a corny joke. It was that a played super corny joke. And, and let's be clear. I'm saying this joke to somebody who's now visibly looking like she's not messing with my co-host. And I'm trying to lighten the mood. Like, yeah. and anybody that interviews with me, talks to me for two seconds, knows that I like to joke a lot. And if I offended you in the joke, all you have to do is say, L'Oreal, that was not funny. That's my real friend. But on the pictures, they're holding hands. And even on her Instagram, she called SZA her girlfriend last year. So these are things that I have screenshots of. I always do my research. So, so, okay, boom. Then it slides from that. Now, I also personally have been told a lot of things, but I chose to speak on Meg Thee Stallion. Now, okay. she breathed by it. I'm not going to go into so detail. So, what's the Meg thing? Oh, girl, I, forget your DMs. I'm about to, I'm just interviewing L'Oreal, the Dressing Room podcast. So, it, it, it was things that I was told prior about her and Megan. And okay. It was that they had some kind of situation, whatever it was. I know the details, but whatever the situation was, they stopped being friends behind it. So I asked her, what about Megan? Mm -hmm. And she was like, she's my friend too, and pretty much brushed it off. And then I seen that it was weird. So I was like, forget it. I'm not going to even talk about this no more. Then here comes Headcrack again. Uh-oh. What <laughs> here did he comes do? Here Headcrack. So he asked her about another artist. I'm not familiar with the artist he's asking about. Apparently... Okay. Kalani is because she looks like she does or whatever. Basically, Kalani ends up saying, yes, I know her because uh, Headcrack asked, do you even know her? And she was like, yes, I do know her. And he's like, OK, what about y'all? Are y'all in something together? Now, this is person I never heard of. Make a long story shorter, shorter. That's her girlfriend. But you just told me you weren't in a relationship. So no, she said she was doing her thing. No, she said, I'm doing my thing. So which means you're not claiming the same girl. Right. And we're mentioning he mentioned her name and you didn't say you said that was your friend. You said the other one was your friend. You didn't say anything about that girl. And once again, I'm not familiar with her. Now I did a little research after she signed a good music. But um, anyway, she finishes the interview. We leave. And I'm only telling you about these parts because they come back up. I asked about one more song, and the song is called Tangerine. She's okay. talking about Poom Poom. Okay. She wanted that part oh. taken out of the interview. We took it out, okay? Um, when we took it out, she leaves. She was supposed to do another interview. She walks out the building. She goes to social media and says, I'm not doing interviews anymore, whatever, whatever. It, Hold on, she as, jumped out on the other, other interview? She walked out on Incognito. It was a few other syndicated shows in the building that actually came up because they're night shows. They came up in the morning just to interview her. She walked straight out the building. So oh, wow. me, I'm still not even knowing anything's wrong because right, you're right. still answering us. So in my mind, if I'm ever uncomfortable, just as a grown person, I'm going to say, listen, not it's, you don't have to be combative. You don't have to be nasty. We, we, we were praising her at points, you know? It would have just been like, you know what, L'Oreal? That's not the kind of question I choose to answer. We interviewed LMA right after. I asked LMA a question. She said, you know, I really don't want to talk about that. And I moved on. Make yeah. me feel uncomfortable then. Like, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and I'm not going to because I'm going to ask the questions that the people want to know. You know, so anyway, next thing you know, I'm with my mother at the Mary J. Blige concert and everybody from DJ Envy to Jason Lee is calling my phone. She then went up there and said, the morning hustle put out this cringy, this and that kind of interview where they messed up my pronouns and they were disrespectful. And mind you, this is the first time like they had said she was mad and wasn't doing any more interviews, but they focused on the pronouns. And we were like, we got the pronouns right. So either way, I pulled the sway clip and I decided to address it on who's capping. It just really bothers me that like some people are like, because it, it does make me passionate because mm -hmm. I never set out to ruin artists, especially not a woman. And I know how hard it is in this game. I would never do that. And yeah. and furthermore, like, yeah, I have passion in my voice because I care. And it's like, girl, if you would have said just one word to me that you were uncomfortable, I would have stopped. Like yeah. the, when you use words like cringy and invasive and it gives rapists and creeping and, and like that doesn't sit well with me like at all. And it's like 
to not ever address me or him or you could have called me through Michael Kaiser, who's a good friend of mine, the president of Atlantic who called me after the interview, like anything. And I really didn't see. I said, Kaiser, that was I think she's mad at head crack with the pronoun. I really had no. No, clue. you didn't. You you were clueless. So and I was confused. Saying, I told her, I, oh, sorry to cut you off. But, no, but you're good. Go. I just want to add this last part. Now she's going around saying after we prove like we didn't call the wrong thing. We were very nice. We kept going. Now she's saying, well, because I'm lesbian, she's asking me if I'm scissoring my friends. Come on, girl. Like, that's not even, you're so foul. So some of these messages I have are, are pages of Kehlani's fans that are telling me they hope I pass away. No. They hope my uncle, I go visit my dead uncle. I hope you join him. Rest in peace to your friend. I hope you join him soon. Um, you have a hateful life. Oh, don't don't read that. Don't like, don't read that. Stuff. It's is that's is disgusting, band, right? And um, all I'm saying is, not at no point was I ever nasty to Kehlani. Even after she said these things about my show, when we were nothing but gracious and nice to her, after she tried to blast the interview, when you simply could have called the label and told us not to put the interview out. So, and we, how many times have we taken stuff out of interviews, Eva, for artists yeah. every day? So yeah. the fact that she did this, I feel like you're choosing to do this because you need some sort of promotion. And no, let me chime in real fast. I don't, I don't it think is. it's bad. I think a lot of times, you know, when you're frustrated or you're upset, it's it's um clever or, or it's wise rather not to speak when you're still frustrated because yeah. you speak from a place that is passionate, but it might not be dead on how you feel. It's just for lack of better words through your frustration. So I think that this is one of those situations where she was frustrated. I think she does not know head crack. And I think that she is, it was not clear. I think she does get teased a lot about, about uh, her choice of pronouns. But I asked her and she didn't even want to answer that. But even like, still though, because, because crack opened up the entire interview with those pronouns. Now, so, so that's I think a teachable moment. You're at the is. forefront of this movement that is a lot but of. But she's still being human, right? Inclusive. She's and so still are human, we. And, and so she could have taken that for. Uh, he's throwing a jab at me now. I think she just after that happened. I think she just closed off for the whole interview, and I think it really sucks because you, of all people, are a great interviewer, and I think that you're dumb relatable. And I think she would have answered a lot of your actual questions had she not been already On agitated. Yeah, because I, I don't think that what you were asking her was actually offensive to your point with the whole SZA and everything. Right. But now you're she, attacking me as a professional, as a journalist, and you're saying I didn't do my research and I didn't know who your girlfriend was. This is not a public relationship. You might have run around with her sometime. You don't know who I am. And that's an issue. We sat down before twice and did an interview. You, you're talking to me like I'm just, you get what I'm saying? Nobody yeah. that has a platform. And that's yeah. an issue as well. My issue is that I feel like with urban media, we often get the attitudes or we often get, but then if someone else does it, you're laughing and because Sway is a very notable name. That's family. We know like to everyone. Right. And when you see it sway, you laugh. But with us, you want to be nasty and mean and mad. You was here with nine people. Any of the nine people could have stopped the interview. Any of the nine people could have said, that's not an appropriate question. Clearly, again, we. I think that I'm more upset that you're trying to make me look like I'm this person that attacks uh, LGBTQ people and no, because uh, you even said it. I came into the show the next morning, like, what y'all do to my girl? What y'all do to my little sunflower? Y'all mess with my friend? Yeah, because I'm not even on you. That. You defended Kaylani, and you were like. No, she don't know hair crack, but you know, hair crack tone sometimes could be a little different. And if you don't know him, you could think he was trying to joke around, but we know he that he wasn't. Right. So and you so even, she started coming at me. Then exactly. I'm like, all right, now you just got a problem with everybody. Like I even tried to get him to understand. You get you did. her. You know I did. You I mean? did. I, I was there. Me. <laughs> That's the crazy thing. I'm sitting here like, yo, is this girl like, and please, all I gotta say, this this is gonna be the last thing I say. If y'all don't do anything. Watch the 15 minute interview. You will see that the attitude was from the door. We kept the smile, we, everything. 
Like, okay, so can you do me a favor? Can you uh, keep the DMs? We're going to roll this over because I know we're going to have sorry, something. I had to unpack that. No, I needed you I, to. I get undressed. I coming to the undressing room and not spilling the tea that, that really went on this week for me. And you if you want to see the panties that L'Oreal is wearing because she done took everything off right Lord, now, you can head on over to. I ain't got no panties on, <laughs> Macy's.com slash the undressing room and see all of her unmentionables that she got from Macy's because yes. we have undressed Lord. it all today. Sis. But I do want to shout out all the blogs that really took the side and like all the journalists that really took the side of the Morning Hustle show because they know what we produce and quality when it comes to interviews and things of that nature. I, I'm going to shout out your attitude right now because I know you and I know we have so many flavors of anything that we can choose to be and you are choosing to be the best version of yourself, sis, because you. you could go on a whole nother side of it. I know, I'm but really the, trying. I know, but don't though because at the end of the day we are human we just trying to figure this thing out called life and right. you are allowed to feel and emote the way you do but i see you making sure that you don't do what others do and actually offend while telling your truth so i be you know trying to every single day man i, I be see trying you. to speak up i see you <laughs> you know that you, they could be a lot, few other choice words but we're not gonna go there uh right. you're listening to the undressing room podcast presented by macy's Go on over, log on to theundressingroompod.com for episodes and links to our personal Macy's shopping page. You can listen to past episodes and make sure you listen to L'Oreal and Haircracks interview with Kaylani so that we can Please. put this whole episode in proper context. Yeah, go to the morninghustleshow.com. Look at it over there because the, the trolls already infiltrated the YouTube. So without even watching it, that's what I'm just watch. Just, just watch. watch. And we'll be back. Don't believe me, just watch. Hey, who we listening to, L'Oreal? We are listening to the Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's. Y'all know what to do. Log on to theundressingroompod.com for episodes and links to our Macy's personal shopping page. And we gonna hit the road, Jack. Ta-ta for now. Bye. See you next week. The Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's is an Urban One Reach Media production hosted by the one, the only, Eva Marcel and L'Oreal. Executive produced by Kobe Cope Tyner. Associated producer Alexis Felder. Editing and production by Dunkus. Sales and corporate partnership, Josh Romani. Michelle Marino and Kadisha Campbell. Research, Lori Hall Flowers. Digital marketing, Sam Styers. J.R. Davis and Tim Hall. Digital creative, Alvin Francis. Content provided by MadamNoir.com, Bossom.com, and HipHopWire.com. Stay connected at TheUndressingRoomPod.com. See you at the next episode.